What's the big deal with goals? Some people love them. Some people hate them. Some people make them. Some people just don't even want to deal with them. Some people just make them once a year. Some people make them all the time. And if you utilize the word goals, purpose, passion, interest, fulfillment, any of those, then this series, I'm going to do a series about goals, is something to listen into because I am a avid goal maker. (laughs) But it has shifted change throughout my seasons and my journey through life. And I just use the word goals in general, but this is definitely an episode, a series of episodes that will also not only help you, but your kids, especially if they want to do entrepreneurship or you want to teach them about that or if you are a homeschooling mama, or if you're just mom and you have kids, this will definitely benefit both of y'all. So we're going to jump in to the first part of why you should dive deeper into making goals and the best way to teach your kids. And we're going to start with what not to teach them. And if you love making goals, or if you don't, like if you agree or disagree with me, the best place to talk to me and connect with me is on Instagram at Kavai underscore Aquin. That's K-A-W-A-I underscore A-H-Q-U-I-N. Let's connect there. All right, let's jump into this episode. Aloha mamas, you've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. I'm Kavai Aquin, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet. And you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha, my friends. Welcome to another episode. And this is the first part of what's the big deal with goals. And we're going to be talking about goals and not just the word goals, but in general, anything that you use in your life where you say, like, this is my passion, my purpose. This is why I do what I do. Then I'm talking about that. That's in my head that kind of puts it all together. But I'm just going to use the general word goals. And what we're going to do is we're going to dive deeper through these series about making goals, about how the best way to teach your kids about goals, um, starting off with what not to teach your kids about goal making um, and why you shouldn't do this like or you shouldn't only do this with them. Um, because. As a avid goal maker myself, I have gone through making goals multiple different ways. I've had the planners, I've had the journals, I've had, you know, the big vision boards. Some I still do, some I don't. But in the end, there's a big mindset around goal making that you should be like giving your kids. And I'm not saying this is the right and only way to do it, I'm just going to talk about what you shouldn't teach your kids and why you shouldn't only teach them this certain way. If you hear my daughter in the background, (laughs) that is life. She is fighting with her younger brother. I just heard he took something away from her. Okay. (laughs) Real mama episode. And she's good. (laughs) All right. Let's start off with how I became an avid goal maker. This started from school. 
I don't know if you remember, but in my elementary school, I remember we used to make goals all the time. What is your goal for this class? What is your goal for this, you know, when I was in a sport, like for this season? And I would make goals all the time. And I remember what it developed in me was many great qualities, but it also developed other things in me that I realized when I was an adult that it does it doesn't serve me at all. It doesn't benefit me in any way. And she started again. <laughs> and my oldest son is there. Okay, we're just going to keep going. <laughs> you know, you know mama's the difference between the blood cry and the cry of I got something taken away from me or I'm not having my way. That's that cry. All right. <laughs> Just wanted to give, it up, give you that. <laughs> All right. So what I realized through my high school, college years, what I was doing wrong was a few things. So first thing was I was only making goals to accomplish a task. And what usually happens is I hit my goals every single time. Amazing. Yes, I'm hitting goals. And that is good for a certain, I feel like, purpose um, to build so much confidence. Like if you're teaching your kids, okay, I want you to finish X amount of math pages a day for this week. Yes, that's a goal. It's very achievable. But it almost is a task because you know they're going to do it. Um, if you sit them down, you have them go through it, you help them through it, you're like, okay, yeah, you accomplished it. And yes, that builds confidence. But that shouldn't be the only layer of goal making that you should teach. And that's what I'm talking about. You shouldn't just be going, okay, now let's make another one the same exact way. And that's all you're driving into them, that they are accomplishing tasks, but calling it a goal. Because what happens is that goal is really not stretching them over time. Over maybe the first few weeks or month when they do it, it is stretching them because maybe they weren't, you know, finishing their math. And that is something that is a goal at that point. But if you keep the same goal and you keep the same tasks, then over time, they're just completing tasks. You're just making them you know, create a to-do list to get done. It's not a goal anymore because what a goal should be, it should be something that should challenge you, should challenge your kids, should stretch them to learn new things. It should allow them to go through some mistakes and failures to really be messy in it because that's where they're going to learn a lot. Nor they can make mistakes and go, oh, I didn't do that right. How am I going to work through this? How am I going to pivot, change, shift? Like, that's what goals should include. And if you make them just do tasks, they're not really doing any of those things anymore because it's now like an automatic thing that they have built a habit around. And by that point, it has basically got demoted from a goal to a task. So do not only make goals to be something that accomplishes a task or basically become a to-do list. It needs to have a certain challenge around them. Now, that's one way to not teach your kids how to make goals. Like, start it off where it is challenging them, 
when you realize that it's not anymore, let them know that's not a goal anymore, babe. You have now graduated to learning that skill. You have now graduated to being more efficient, have more confidence in it. Like that's something that I feel like many people don't do. I didn't get that. I didn't get the, hey, Kvai, you have, you know, made it to the end of this level, this goal. You've made it. Now we're going to do a new goal. And when you make new goals, you let them know, like, that's how goals work. Goals work where you either accomplish it or don't. You shift from it, you change, and you learn. Now, the other thing is you don't want to make goals um, to be only results-driven. And you don't want to tell your kids, especially whether you tell them straight or unintentionally, they are defined by that result. So an example, like a very simple example would be like, I want you to go get the gold medal at this um, meet. Whether I used to do wrestling and judo. So we had a lot of wrestling and judo meets. And you're like, I want you to, you know, get first place or get third place or get fifth place, whatever your goal that your child made. And let's say they fall short. Let's say they got second place. And they're like, dad or mom, I didn't get first place. And you're, I know as a parent, you're not going to be like, well, you failed. <laughs> but in their head, they're going to be like, I'm a failure because I didn't hit my goal. And now I'm defined as a failure because I didn't accomplish that one result that my goal was around. So when you make a goal with your child or yourself, understand like you're not defined by that result you're not defined by where you end up because more than likely (laughs) it will not be what you think it would be like your expectation would be probably different yes some people accomplish some goals and hit it amazingly well but most people don't hit their goals most people don't hit exactly what they thought it was going to be some hit over some hit under Some don't hit it at all and give up. Like it's very, it's a very different ending from what you expect. So let your kids know that too. Let yourself know that too. I'm talking to everybody. I feel like I'm talking to you as mama and when you're teaching your own kids. Because when they get to the end, you want them to, you know, reflect and look back at what their initial goal was. Like, okay, my goal was to be third place, first place, whatever it was. But I didn't get there. And you're like, yep, you didn't arrive there. Okay, well, let's go back and review what you did. Because what you want to teach them is how did you progress to this point? You know, how did you arrive here? How do you feel? I feel amazing. Like I got this far. And celebrate that with them. Celebrate their progress, how far they um, came, what they learned, what challenges they overcame through the whole process. You know, celebrate the person they changed into when they arrived because they are not the same person that they were when they first started the wrestling season. Neither are you, mama. You're not going to be the same person you are today when you start a business and when you go back, you know, not go back, when you go forward a year from now and you look back at yourself and go, wow, I changed a lot. I grew. I did all these things. Yes, maybe you did hit your goal. Like you hit that, you know, trip for your company or whatever it is. And you're like, I hit it. But also check in with yourself. (laughs) 
how did you arrive there? How do you feel of how you got there? Like when you got there, do you feel exactly what you thought? If you didn't, if you're like, I thought I'd feel a different way, then that's part of the evaluation too. Because if you're only looking at that result and when you get there, you don't feel incredible then something else has to shift during that too. Like you have to really go back and look at what happened. Where in this last year or during this process did I feel like I lost myself? Yes, I got the result, but there's something missing. And you got to go look back at that too and teach your kids how to do that. Because sometimes they might feel amazing at the end and they didn't hit their goal. Sometimes they may have hit their goal, but they don't feel amazing at the end. So that's why I feel like having a great conversation, not just at the beginning, but throughout the entire process is essential about the result. Like do not make the goal only about the result. Make it about the whole process. Make it about the journey. You hear it all the time. Make it about that day-to-day thing because that's how they're going to show up. They're going to show up every single day and you got to probably remind them majority of the time. You probably got to remind yourself a lot of times why you show up for your homeschool, your business, your things. I have that pep talk with me sometimes multiple times a day, sometimes just a few times a week. But I still have that pep talk with myself about why I show up for my homeschool, why I show up for my business, why I even show up to make more podcasts. It's like, why do I do this? Because I have a goal. I feel like I have a purpose in all the things I do, but also I also have to focus on, yes, the goal gives me a target, but the journey is what's going to grow me. The journey is what's going to propel me forward. So that's the part that I feel like was missed when I was in high school, even in college, making goals. I was only told majority of the time, you need to make a goal. It needs to be measurable. It needs to have a time frame. It needs to be specific. It needs to have a result. It needs to have, you know, like, where do you want to end up? And that's what makes a goal, a good goal, a good goal, or a great goal, a great goal. Like, I remember, like, that being ingrained in me. And nobody told me. Nobody really talked about. They talked about failing. They talked about mistakes. They talked about learning from it like maybe one or two times. But the emphasis was on a lot of the, this is what you have to do. You have to show up every single day and do all these tasks and finish all these things and accomplish all these numbers. And as a woman, I realized I didn't like that. (laughs) I didn't like just focusing on that. I like to focus, even though I do have a very analytical side of me and an organizing side of me, I also loved the creativity side. I love the emotional side and figuring out things on that end too, because that is a huge part in goal making. So that leads into the last part, which I just kind of blends in with all of it. Make sure that you let them know there's going to be a lot of emotions in goals. I don't think that was ever told me to me like when you make a goal it's gonna be full of emotions (laughs) it will tell them that so if you're not telling them that if you omit that from your goal making like if all you do is you write a goal down you make a beautiful vision board and you put it up 
That is a great part of one side of it. And you're literally missing out the other side as a woman, as a mom, as setting them up for success, whatever you want to call it. You're missing out on the part that there's going to be a lot of emotions in this and let them know to expect that. Because if you don't let them know, then they're going to be blindsided when they get sad that they didn't hit something, when they get anxious, when they're trying to, you know, make so much money, but doesn't happen when they (laughs) get excited so much and then it crashes down when something doesn't go their way. Like there is a lot of emotion in making goals and you just tell them like, this is what's going to happen. It's going to happen in some part of it. But this is also how we're going to rise from it, how we're going to learn from it, how we're going to feel through it, how you get to, you know, share that with me too, because I'm here to support you. So I hope that gives you that last perspective in this episode of what not to teach your kids. So let's do a recap because you're like, okay, goodbye. That was great. But like, tell me a little bit about it again. All right, so what you should not teach your kids about goals. Number one, don't teach your kids how to make goals only to accomplish a task. Goal making shouldn't become a to-do list because that is not stretching them. That is not challenging them. That really doesn't teach them anymore if they already know how to do those things and it basically becomes another to-do list so don't only make goals to accomplish a task number two they are not defined by the results so if all you focus on is you have to hit this goal you have to get that result you got to be first place you got to make x amount of money you are only defined if you are a six-figure income earner like whatever (laughs) whatever is in there And it's only the result that you tell your kids or yourself over and over and over again. Now you're basically building a belief that you are only defined by your results when you make a goal. So do not only do that. Yes, make a goal. Yes, have a result so that you have a target. But also include, you can even say all those things like, I'm going to be a sex figure and like say it all. But make sure it's not the only thing that you're saying. Make sure it's not the only thing you're focusing on. Because what matters the most is the journey, the progress, how you arrive. Like that also matters just as much as the result. And the last part is don't forget to tell (laughs) your kids and yourself that goal making is full of emotions. emotions and feeling is just as integrated into goal making as making the goals itself whether you want to make it very analytical with a time frame measurable and all the other things emotions will be in the goal process and that is something you should constantly also be talking about throughout that journey it shouldn't only be talked about in the beginning it should be talked about during the process especially when you are in a moment of emotion whether it's high or low you'll be like this is this is part of the process yes it is sometimes it's great sometimes it sucks but you know it's part of the process and that will help you through it all all right my friends 
I hope that recap helped you out. In the next part to this series, in part two, we're going to be talking about all the benefits of goal making and how you can add these things to your home school, to your business, and most importantly, not just the benefits that most people know, but especially the benefits that you probably haven't thought about and haven't realized how it could definitely help your homeschool, your business, your life, your mom life, whatever it is. Goal making does have way more benefits that are not talked about. And we're talking about all of those in part two. So make sure you hit the subscribe button so you are notified when the next episode is out. I usually drop episodes every Monday and Friday for you mamas. I try to keep it short and sweet because I know how busy you are. So I am so grateful that you are here listening to this. And like always, only you can make your day amazing. So go out and start making some goals. Hey, mama friend. If this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha, kawaii.